and welcome back everybody. This is a surprise return of the Space Suplex podcast and we're continuing on with our episode numbers. This will be episode 30. And this is a new beginning as I uh, said, showed in the uh, title, uh, subtitle, whatever you want to call it. And what that means is that we have new blood in the, the injected into the veins of space suplex. And it is my brother Mike from the Heart Saga podcast. We do that one for video games. This one's for wrestling, as we all know. And that's what you're here for, obviously. That's now... right. <laughs> brother. <laughs> Just thought I'd get in a wrestling thing right away since this is a wrestling podcast. Well, thanks. I'm sure they all needed help with that. <laughs> Appreciate it, though. We're going to have fun here tonight. Today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this. Um, so let's get to it. Unless I'm missing something. I don't think I am. But anyways, uh, real quick. Uh, episode 29 was supposed to be the last one. I was doing a final show at that time. And I recapped seven months of pay-per-views up to that point. Um, And the last thing I did was predict what I thought would go down at WrestleMania 33. So that was back in early March. But we're not going to cover anything between that because there was no episodes to speak of or expect coming out. Because I figured I was done with it. But this tough guy over here. Uh, decided that he was going to get into wrestling shortly after, uh, full-time again, back in it to win it, if there's a win in it for you. Is there a win in it for you, Mike? There's a win, and the win's it, name is uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, damn. That's pretty much the reason. That is really the reason, huh? Yeah. I watched, we were subscribed to the network at the time. And because of WrestleMania, so I heard about him through Twitter mostly throughout the previous year that he was around, starting in early 2016. And I just thought, well, just just check him out. I didn't expect anything to come of it, and then I was like, well, that's that's a performance I can get, I can believe in. So let's keep this going. <laughs> <laughs> so now much. you've uh, you've been watching the last several months. Um, WrestleMania, I think. So the overall product, uh, is it too PG for you, Mike? It is not. Now, when I heard in the past that they would do things like abhor the blood, the showing of blood in any way, that they would cut away and shit like that. Right. In those years, that that's too much. Like, that's just taking it too far. Now, just just simply having a thing where, you know, you don't do it on purpose, I don't really care, it doesn't bother me. But, uh, uh, but yeah, so it's fine, it's fine. So you're saying that don't, uh, stop, don't black and white images, don't, uh, stop the match and have the cut man come out mm-hmm. to, he- to do anything about it, if it's hard way, but otherwise don't worry about it, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if it's a real injury that's actually serious, do something about it. But right. if it's not, just let it be. <laughs> it's fine. Would you be... Like, if they had a real strict policy, but they had some expectation... Some 
exceptions to the blade rule, would you allow that? I don't know. I just think it's fine just to just to just do it the way they're, just the way they're doing it right now. It's the best way to do it if they don't want to do it on purpose. You know, I think it's fine. Hmm. Okay. No, yep. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm uh, fine with it. I'm fine with it too. <laughs> so, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, has he been blowing your pants off since he's been on the main roster? Well, I didn't expect it to happen as soon as it, it did after I, you know, started watching. Right. Which was very quickly. <laughs> so, uh, it it's obviously they they have different writing people on the main shows so so you know i thought that they treated him fine at first but that they did take a little too long in my opinion to get it to his first written ring performance his actual match but um generally i think it's a it's been fine enough but uh i'm not really feeling the recent uh thing with corbin uh, well, mainly just because the Battleground pay-per-view just happened on Sunday. Um, I didn't think it was a very good match. I think it's probably the worst one he's had that I've seen so far on the main roster. Did it seem like their styles didn't cl- didn't work well together? That's pretty much the reason I didn't think it worked, yeah. I don't know... If it's just Corbin just doesn't know how to sell a mainly striker kind of offense, because a lot of uh, the more traditional style of uh, wrestling is, you know, strikes are just limited to more basic punches and kicks, and mostly then grapples and other types of things. But you know, someone like Monakamura, he does a lot more. Uh, a lot more strikes and a lot more elaborate ones than most people do. So I don't know if it's just Corbin doesn't know how to sell that stuff because he didn't really sell it very well, I don't think. And um, so the overall, I guess we'll go into that real quick since you mentioned the Battleground pay-per-view that just wrapped up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favorite match? Uh, the opening match, the tag team championship match, is definitely the best one. New Day defeating the Usos. Do you like the idea that the New Day are the tag team champions? I'm fine with that. I I kind of felt Usos were already a little stale. Just not doing much with it, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just the writing people, but maybe it'll be just as boring with the New Day. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I will think, say this. I think it's. Fine. I will say it's this now. much. I will say this much about the uh, the new day was. I I didn't like the latter half of their time on Raw because I just like oh they're only keeping the titles now. It's so because they once they called out that they were going to beat Demolition's record. I was like oh well they they're going to lose it like right after. But otherwise, it's not going to be interesting because you know they're trying to build drama for the mm-hmm. whole. Will they make it? Will these challengers take it off before they get to that point? No. The answer was no. It was obviously a no. Because they try... WB, I think, is overall too interested in making quote-unquote history. Yeah. And they just think that that matters, and it doesn't. Just give me a good product. I don't give a shit about 
breaking records. It's not interesting. To <laughs> breaking me. records for something that's scripted anyway it doesn't make a lot. Of sense. Right, exactly. Right, like 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 this back then, demolition doing that made sense. Why people, why it would actually be like if they I don't even know if they've ever called it out, but again I wouldn't have known. But you know back then people could believe it because nobody most fans didn't know the ins and outs of the business. Whereas now it's constantly a thing that everyone talks about. So like when people get mad at a bad segment, they don't think that guy's a dastardly heel. No, they get mad at the company, mm-hmm. which wouldn't happen if people d- didn't know as much. So. So that happened, and then they lost him right after. Boy, that was shocking. Um, and, and then, um, then what was it? So, so then they they eventually went to SmackDown, and I was already tired of their gimmick because at first, here's what made the fun the gimmick fun: the whole three of th- some with those guys together. The thing that made it fun was it felt like they were just doing shit on the fly, and it just seemed to stick a lot of it you know and with the uh with the one standout thing that didn't stick was that time machine nonsense thing that they did and if you don't know what i'm talking about good you don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> you're okay you're spared trust me though you could just look up new day time machine and find it i'm sure so but don't do that not suggesting <laughs> it you should do that no you should um Hey, I just watched uh, that God awful. But real quick, real quick, I'll just mention. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So they had been, but there's, st- but the things that worked eventually just became cliche for them. You know, it became stuff you expected them to do instead of something that was off the cuff. So, and I know that's eventually going to happen. So they're a little bit more exciting now, but I still didn't really want them to get the titles even then. But we'll see what happens. You were saying. I was just saying, you, you tell me, you tell me not to look up that clip about their time machine thing. But after I already t- earlier today watched uh, the <laughs> Unforgiven, nineteen ninety nine kennel hell whatever it's called match with Big Boss Man and Al Snow. <laughs> that thing was dreadfully boring. There was like almost yeah. nothing that happened. It was super <laughs> slow paced, and it ended with no fanfare whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> like a fart in church. Yep, or a shit from a dog. <laughs> Which, by the way, I didn't. Did, I didn't notice any of that happening. No. I didn't see. I didn't see any no. evidence or call out by the announcers of any. Dog well, I didn't. Shit. I didn't think they were going to call it out. Well, I didn't see anything. So. Well, it happened. Well, that's lovely. Yeah, I know. And, uh, I wish I would could have found out about it. That's why I watched it. Because I, I knew the most interesting thing there happening. <laughs> well, the main reason I told you about it was because you were talking about the Punjabi prison match. And I was like, wait a minute. This is the same type of match that that match was, the Kennel from Hell match. Except for it just has standard cages for wrestling matches instead well the inner part the inner cage is actually a hell in the cell so he couldn't they can't actually go through the roof oh yeah so they have to go out the door but you know what i mean yeah it's It's still basically the same yeah with that and of course i like how how the name of that match was built with the 
for the most uh, insignificant part of it. <laughs> they had nothing to do with anything and never had an impact on the match. That's right. So they certainly <laughs> like to call out the dogs all the time anyway, in spite of that fact. They're ferocious, Mike, weren't they? No, they weren't, actually. In fact, they just had handles in there the whole time, holding on to them on leashes. And whenever the competitors would go somewhere else, they would just follow so they'd be next to them. <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. That's, but the that's, dogs weren't interested, were they? Not really, no. In fact, they don't. They, I felt like a, a I felt like a Jerry Lawler and a Jim Ross were kind of like making snide jabs at this uh, at the shittiness of this match and the various things about it. Hey, did he get around. in? Did, did did Jr. get in this bowling shoe ugly? He certainly did. <laughs> he didn't say Excellent. it that. He didn't say it exactly that way, but he definitely referenced it. <laughs> saying That's that, good. yeah. I think he's, I think he referenced it by saying this this match may be of the bowling shoe variety. I think it was his words. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's definitely his way of saying it. Just mm-hmm. a different way. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. It certainly is. Oh, fun. And so, did you like the uh, jingoistic flag match as well at Brattleground? Fuck no. <laughs> I pre- when I put this on my blog, I practically just bitched about how jingoistic it was. Instead, yeah, you didn't even mention the match and what happened like between the two. Nope. You just basically like I just this is a bunch of dick waving and I, uh, that's I pretty all much matters. yeah I pretty much didn't even really watch it. I was like I was like even though it was like one of the longest matches in the pay per view, I was it's, like yeah it's tuned the second out. longest. I was like tuned out. I'm like nope. This is dumb. The, the main event was better. Maybe it was way better. <laughs> Given the structure they're dealing with, yeah. Interesting. So, I uh, have to ask, um, when it comes to Sami Zayn, are you sold on him? Are you a fan of him at all? Cause I'm I, saw, I saw some stuff with him when I first started watching again that wasn't current. It was like older stuff. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking him up on purpose. It's just like I was seeing him like, you know, in that one match he had with Nakamura and other, other things, but eh, uh, I don't really know. I don't like love him or hate him. He's just, he's just kind of there mainly. Yep. He's definitely just there. Mm-hmm. I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> All I think of when I just when I think of him, all I think of is let's go, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. That's about as in let's go away. Just just go away. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the whole Mike Canellis thing is whatever right now for me. The best thing that happened that they've done so far with that is uh, smash apparently a vase on uh, over Sami Zayn's head. Yes, and that wasn't even Mike doing it. No, it wasn't. That was Maria. Well, she is the fighter, as he said. So, <laughs> I guess that's the thing. I t- I feel like this is more for her than like it's kind of weird how they're gonna put a bunch of male wrestlers against the couple, which means Mike's gonna always fight him. But Mike seems to be the valet almost. And he's as threatening as one anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
I like really... the theme song though. Do you like the theme song? I think that's fine. It's probably yeah. the best thing they got going. But... Yeah, it is. But uh, I don't know, man. Like I've only seen in the two matches. That's all they've had so far with him. Mm-hmm. And I don't really. Nothing stands out about his in-ring work right now, at least. So, I guess you know, I'll take a wait and see. It's early, but you know, but Sami Zayn, I don't really care. So, yeah, I just he's fine. He can come out and lose. That's all he needs to do for me. That's usually what he does anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're gonna be up against someone like Mike Canellis that doesn't really do anything. Then, yeah, I guess you should win that one. Um, let's see here. I guess we talked enough about Battleground. It's not over, though. It's not? It's not over. Oh, Battlegrounds are never over. Don't worry. I know No, that. I know. No, we got to talk about other things. We've got to cover every match. What do you want to talk about? The, the women's match? Sure. Number one contenders match for the SmackDown Tag Team SmackDown Championship Blue SmackDown right. Women's Championship. I'll get it right eventually. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a weird prediction that it was Tamina was going to win this, but no, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny every time you tell me. <laughs> yeah, it, it is because I don't think anyone. Would, I don't know anyone else that would ever mention her. And of course, a... she was the first one out, so you know. <laughs> Very appropriate for my. Really you should have. You should have been. You should be like this. You should be like, I predicted her to, to predicted Tamina, and then when someone starts laughing, go no to 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 be pinned first. That's what I predicted. <laughs> and then you save yourself. Because <laughs> seriously, if you say I predicted ben- Tamina and you stop there, people are gonna immediately assume you say the winner. And you're like, no, 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 to get out first. That's what. Good one. <sighs> Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good match overall, but you know, once again, I really don't like this continuing thing with the women getting no singles matches except for the when it's a championship match. It's about the only time it is happens. Right. I really uh, hope that they uh, do something along those lines to separate them all more because it's getting a little old. Um, but. Uh, Having said that, I think uh, the one that won, Natalia, I think that's that's probably the right decision. And I hope that if that's the match with for the championship at at SummerSlam, I hope hope she wins. Takes it off the not good in the ring uh, champion. So Naomi's not you're not sold on her wrestling skills. No. She has more. She's trying to do a more of a striking thing, and I think she's bad at it. Her her dumb little kicks combos look really weak and pathetic. Yeah, they actually do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you don't feel the glow? Um, tell me. Not for the ring work, no. But her character's fine. Yeah, I like her otherwise, but fuck her in ring work. <laughs> since this is uh unfortunately you know you're what he's saying what what he, what what mike is saying here is that if if her if uh naomi's ring skills don't get improved you're gonna snatch her bald uh no but <laughs> <laughs> i just i feel like you know you're a wrestler and you're doing wrestling you better have the wrestling down 
wrestle, wrestle. Yeah, give me some wrestling. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's that. Good, moving on now. Different show. Oh, sure, if you want. I do. We don't need to talk about AJ Styles and Kevin Owens now. Owens won the title back already. Uh, terrible idea. Sounds like you want to talk about it. That's all I want to say. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like that he wanted to show your disgust. <laughs> it's too quick. It's too quick, especially since they just like, hey guys, let's just go random house show. Random house show. Well, not technically random. It's it's Madison Square Garden, guys. So uh... it's so important. It's Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that at all. So. I was like, what's the point? <laughs> if you're going to switch it, I don't care that you switch it there. Just don't switch it back so soon. It's so dumb. Right. Well, anyway, he's the, now still the true new face of America or something. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Now I got to talk about the Punjabi prison match. the Everyone's favorite stipulated match. Come on. All right. Talk about yeah. the Punjabi prison match. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty much an unabashed uh, fan of Mahal, so yes, you I, are. I, I'm enjoying his. Uh, I like him too. So don't worry. I'm enjoying his reign at the top, whereas everyone else does seems to not like it. So it's great. Losers. He continues to beat Blandy Borton. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Orton. Orton, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's not the greatest match that they had, but it's pretty pretty good. Um, they definitely made a lot of use of both being inside the first one and being in between the two. So, so that's good. It's good. Lots of uh, lots of bleeding the hard way. In this match, I don't know if you noticed that, if you even saw it. No, but, I uh, haven't. Uh, I just, I, I understand that it's serviceable for what it is, but it, it, Punjabi prison match, I just, that in and of itself says no to me. I just thought it started a little too slowly. I thought it was just way, way too unnecessary slow, especially when they were inside in the actual ring. I just... So tell me, how much time do you think they could have cut off that match? Uh, a few minutes at least. Because it went 27 minutes. Yeah, they could have definitely cut that down. But what about, uh, what about could they have cut off? Could they afford to cut off 10 minutes? Maybe not that much, but they could definitely sped it up a little bit early on. Not making it so they're literally just sitting there so much of the time, almost doing nothing. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, yeah, when they got, uh, when they got out of the first part, they, you know, that's when I picked up more because of course the Singh brothers came out of, from under the ring and, and they would, <laughs> so that was great. And of course, of course they had to take their, their, one of them had to take their, uh, uh obligatory bump through the, uh, announce table, which they did. Yep. And, uh. As I mentioned, uh, there was bleeding on the arms and the back of both of them because of the 
surprisingly uh, effective uh, kendo sticks they were using to do that. I don't know how that happened so easily, but it did. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought it thought it generally for the what that match is. I thought it was a pretty well done version of it. Though the uh, surprise Great Kelly return is not, you know, something anyone wants to see. <laughs> I just want to say, come on, you don't want to see the return of the Great Kelly. Dude probably can't. Is probably more immobile than ever now. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. I hope uh, <sighs> hope he doesn't try and actually wrestle matches. I just want to say. Yeah, I think that that would be a smart move. Like he can be like his bodyguard, like the a bigger bodyguard. Because the let's be honest, Singh <laughs> brothers aren't really bodyguards; they're too small for that. But which wouldn't make any sense. But he could definitely do that, and I would be fine with that. So if he wanted to do, just be be his immobile dumbass self that uh, you know doesn't you know, get mobile. Doesn't do much, but you know he can put his <laughs> stupid nerve holds on people or whatever. It's cool. Nerve holds. <laughs> <laughs> Trapezius muscle. Oh, don't squeeze it. Oh shit. He can. Uh, he can, he can get Yokozuna pe- that shit. That's right. He can also. Uh, <laughs> he can also give people the Punjabi plunge if he wants. That's cool. Huh? Well, they called it. They they called it the uh, the Kali bomb. I think. When he was a world title holder. Oh yeah, but it was like a, it's a it's a double handed choke slam. That's what okay. he did. Okay, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But they also, but the Wikipedia entry for him also had a slash next to it. And it said Punjabi plunge. I'm like, that's a better name. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> you won't take the Punjabi plunge. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my god. Um Yeah, it's all well and good. Uh so before that show was Great Balls Fire, I mean Great Balls of Fire. Because uh, you look at the logo, that's what it looks like. Great balls fire. Um <laughs> So that whole thing was fucked up because they just thought they could use that fucking those words that in that order, in that specific order, which is a bad name for a show anyway. But they felt the need to just use it for some reason, without any permission from Jerry Lewis, Jerry Jerry Lee Lewis, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but then eventually. Uh, he, his lawyer contacted them and like, no, nah, I don't think so. But they worked out an agreement where they could use the song, which is even less makes sense. But, you know, so. I'd be surprised if they're having a second one this next year with that name, personally. I would use it regardless because it's stupid. <sighs> so... Real quick, uh, the cruiserweights. You give a shit, because I fucking don't. What two hundred five live? Well, not just that, but just on Raw. When I mean, I know you don't watch Raw, but do you care at all about the cruiserweights? Like, they're the interest. I think Neville's a good champion, great heel persona, and everything. But 
the the general way they're using and and displaying and put on display these the cruiserweights are, are fucking just boring as fuck and they're kind of spinning their wheels because they really don't have a big roster it seems or at least not a big enough one that they want to push out there but hey the good thing is fucking great thing they stop fucking taping the ropes purple every goddamn sec time they want to put them out there because they would do that that's actually what's amazing to me is that the people that would come out and tape the ropes purple they'd have to do that really quickly they got that shit down i guess and I of never, course i never noticed that they did that you didn't know you didn't notice the purple ropes not really no <laughs> more of a reason not to do it i guess um but yeah, they would always change. The, they always tape the color. They would they would just tape over the, the red ropes, and then they would just strip it off after the segment. And if they had two segments that were separated by other things, they would do it again. <laughs> They'd go out there, tape it up, strip it off. Next segment's about to start. Tape it up. Then when it's over, strip it off. <laughs> Fucking dumb, isn't it? That's pretty stupid and pointless. That's a lot of tape wasted. Not that so... they care, clearly. I mean, I like cruiserweights. Just that I don't like the idea of like I don't need. Don't, the reason I don't watch two five live, and I don't really, is because I just I don't care about watching an entirely separate show for them. Why can't they just be on the other shows? Like they already are, to some extent at least. Not yeah. that much, but like they never really bring them on a uh, on SmackDown, which is no, they watch. don't. That's not the point. They're not so. supposed to be on SmackDown. They set it up so they're only on Raw. But regardless, I don't think they. I think they get. They get time every week on Raw, so it's not like they don't. You know. Well, then maybe they're doing. I don't know. Just. I agree with you that. with the get separate rid of that show. network. Get rid of that I gr- show. I agree with that because that's the thing. They want to eventually start a separate UK show for that title. No. And I'm like, no, no. let's not. This there's is clearly, no, there's no and I think that's that. why they haven't done it yet because you know they had Tyler Bay as the first UK champion, and now Pete Dunn, uh, what's his name? Is that it? Pete that's, Dunn. That's his name. Yeah. Okay. Which I think he was that that match between those two was fucking great. It was time. really good. Yeah. Oh, and I love Pete Dunn, so I'm glad he won that one. Yeah, but me regardless, too. me too. Um, <laughs> go ahead, snack on that title belt a little more. I know. Um, I know. What the fuck is that shit? You earned that yeah. meal. <laughs> Steaks and weights. <laughs> oh wait, that's somebody else. Right, that's completely somebody else. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, they. I think the. I think they would have already started the show if they. But they're obviously. I think that there's there's some hesitant to do it because of how 205 Live is kind of not really bringing in the ratings or whatever. Who knows what the fuck even ratings even mean on the network, but... Yeah, I don't know. The, they're not bringing in the viewership, I'll just say that. That makes more sense. Yeah. But, um, again, whatever that means on that network, but <laughs> they obviously can track views and shit. Um, so that's why I'm giving them views on old MSG shows. Some good shit, by the way. Um... I went back. That's the only way. Because you know when Ric Flair was in the company in the early 90s, like 91, 92, 93, maybe? Mm -hmm. There was never a televised program with Hogan, which made no fucking sense. Why wouldn't you, right? Mm -hmm. Because they they did do things where they were against each other in tag matches and shit. And they and he would call and tag people and 
like Ric Flair would actually name Hogan in promos and shit, but they never went with an actual program with him. Which is so crazy because when you, because if, but if you want to see those two at that time period actually have matches, singles matches, mind you, you can. You have to watch the old MSG shows. And the heat they have. Woo! That's some good shit right there. I know. <laughs> you're probably like, wait, you're talking about Hogan in the early 90s when everyone's sick of him? And uh, you're saying good things? Yes, I am. Motherfucker. Man. There's one match where normally, probably back then I'd probably be sick of it. but And it kind of was a little bit annoying even when I was watching it. There was one match where like Hogan, for the most part, didn't sell shit. Like, just Flair just fucking just falling all over the place for him. But it was just such a great crowd reaction and shit. I just, eventually I was just like, fuck it, I don't care. This is great. <laughs> so, yeah, check out. Uh, it's, I don't know if they, I think it's labeled under MSG shows or MSG something or Massacre Guard. Mm-hmm. But the video will show up and call it WWE Old School. Okay. That's the intro to the to the show. And so it's really good stuff. And there's also a picture I showed that I saw on Twitter. I was like, what the fuck? And I see Hogan with like some green like camo on and shit. And mm-hmm. he's got this green face mask on and I'm just like, what and he's doing this promo with Sean Mooney. He's doing a promo with Sean Mooney. Okay. Okay. Really? really? What? He was doing a promo with Sean Mooney. Who? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's about time. Um, I make you sweat a little bit, that's all. I guess. (laughs) Wipe my brow off here. Um, (laughs) He was doing a promo with Sean Mooney. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, right. Um, so, and he had this mask on and shit, and I was just like, "What is going on? Why is this a thing?" And I put that on Twitter, like mentioning that. Which, real quick, uh, on the side, there's a podcast called Prime Time. I think the words are separated, Prime and then Time, and it has Sean Mooney and Hacksaw and Jim Duggan together. Uh, talking about stuff and it's really 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 interesting i highly recommend that show um but anyways and i'd mentioned their podcast and i mentioned those two via their twitter account names saying uh, you know i'd like them to talk about this because well sean interviewed him there and he was and i was like what's with the get up and at the very least was was great that I didn't have to wait that long because there's some people that actually two people replied to me after Hexel Jim Duggan uh, retweeted my tweet. So that's how it got out there. And I got some people telling me it was this Desert Storm match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they mentioned that he was wearing the mask because um, at the time he was still feuding with Sergeant Slaughter from, you know, from the 91 feud. Where mm-hmm. he turned Iraqi sympathizer and shit, and he was thro- he had thrown previously thrown a fireball in his face, and so that's why he had that on to protect himself. So, 
And I I had recently watched uh, one of the MSG shows where they had a championship match and they tried to do it again, which is the one right before the Desert Storm match. So I'm going to eventually watch that. That's fun. Sounds great. It does. It is. So um, back on, we're going to whiplash back to Great Balls of Fire. Did you, well, like I said, you don't watch Raw, really, so so you kind of watch these, but you do watch the pay-per-views, right? That you I actually only watched one match of this pay-per-view. Really? Yeah. Which one was it? The main event. So you watched Lesnar and Samoa Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Did you think Samoa Joe should or could win? Both. Should and could win. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually was uh, unsure whether the, I wasn't sold on one way or the other about what they would do, but I thought maybe it would be a good move to put it on Joe, just because Brock Lesnar is like not really there much. And what's funny is that there have been past years where he's had the title and he hadn't been there much either, but it seemed to be okay. Whereas now it's kind of like, okay, we need the title on the show and we need to get shit going. So I'm not really surprised, but I assume that Joe got a good showing in the match. I thought he did. He, he, uh, the only thing I didn't like about the match was the, the ending of where he had him in the coquina clutch and then all of a sudden just it didn't it's not like he tried to stand up and f5 him you know really kind of struggle to do it he just all of a sudden he just stood right up really quickly and did it and i'm just like uh that's not a good way to to do that (laughs) at least at least struggle to fucking try to like get out of it by trying to stand him up after because you're like oh i can't do it so being choked so bad and shit, you know, but he just all of a sudden one second he was super in it in the choke and then the next he's just like and then it's done. So I thought that was a little too fast. Yeah, <laughs> that definitely was. Um But outside of that he sold uh he sold the offense well for Joe and uh, made him seem like he was a real threat. So it was good. Yep, that sounds good. Um, so fast forward to the eventual date we're having come up for SummerSlam. Lesnar is going to, again, defend against Joe, but also Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. Any idea of what you think on your predictions there? Uh, I don't know. Because I don't really watch, you know, that stuff, that show. I don't watch Raw, so... It's hard for me to say. I mean, not like most people. I think Reigns is is boring and doesn't do anything for me at all. Um, as far like basically, I I think I feel like WWE just gets a kick out of putting Reigns in the in the top of the card constantly for years now, just to piss everyone off. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Um. Uh, the other ones, yeah. I mean, they they built those two fine, so. I don't know about predictions, though. I'd still want Joe to win it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, when I saw the segment setting up this match, 
and of course it was just Kurt Angle in the ring saying, you know, who was going to be in the match and shit. And they're all standing in the ring already, so woo, shocking. Um, I'm actually sold that Braun could win. Uh, okay. This is like, I'm looking for a comment here. It's like, okay. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've seen, I saw the Great Balls of Fire match between him and Reigns, that ambulance match, whatever, and the ending of it and stuff, which basically seemed like it was a double turn type mm-hmm. of deal where Braun turned face. But he's still going to do the same old shit. You know, he's not going to really, like, pretend to be a nice guy, so. But I think that they might pull the trigger on him. And if they don't, in a, in a way, maybe they shouldn't just because it's, his first, I think, Universal Championship match that he's been in, or at least one of the first, at least the first time since he's been, a, he seems like he could win it. So, you know, maybe they shouldn't do it already. But, oh, well, I call, I wanted Joe the last time as well. So, there you go. Uh, let's see. Naomi versus Natalia. We went over that. The SmackDown Women's Championship that for as it's SummerSlam coming up. We're, we're both. You're you're sold on Natalia should win it just because Naomi's kind of as a good character with not so great ring skills. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raw Women's Championship has uh, Bailey won a number of contenders match this last Monday yesterday on uh, over who was it Sasha Banks Sasha Banks. And while the outcome is regardless, we've seen both of those matches already. I don't like Bailey at all. Her, she's got too much of a kid face. And her previous match with Alexa Bliss was not good. It was like a candlestick on a pole match. So, you know, whenever I think of pole matches, even though it's not exclusively him, I think Vince Russo just because he likes... He he did those matches way too often, and I've never been I've never been a fan of pole matches no matter what. So stick that match up your ass, you know, because I hate him. I mean, he did a Vagar on a pole match. He did a Vagar on a pole match. I know it's terrible. He's dumb. The I mean, worst. taking the pole a little literal, aren't we? <laughs> God. Anyways, when did that get set up? What? The next one listed for SummerSlam. So can far. I get to it? Sure, I guess. I'm not done yet. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> you're a great co-host. I'm the best. Yes. Uh. So, but the last match, there's when Bailey got the candlestick. If I'm not mistaken, she didn't want to use it. I'm like, what the fuck? Then why are we in this match? Like really, it just makes you look bad. It makes you look like you're a damn pussy. I'm like, oh, you'll you'll have all the violence in the world with your punches and kicks, but man, when it comes to a candlestick, oh, too much. It's professional <laughs> wrestling. Please, <laughs> Christ God, find a fucking secretary job if you can. I remember watching it. that pay per view when it happened. Jesus and I was just like, that match was terrible. Yeah, it was just, so terrible. I'm not sold on Bailey anyway. And then when I when that. When they did that aspect of her character, which I'm not saying there couldn't be a character done where that aspect of a character where they don't want to use weapons makes sense. But when it comes down to, like, even before the match, a lot of times they like to build up to a, a weapons-type match by introducing it on the go-home show or something. You know what I mean? 
to get everyone excited. Like, and it also doubly reminds you what match they're in. Mm-hmm. Like in the past with TLC matches and stuff, they would introduce the ladders on a go home show or something. Um, so I get it. She don't want to use it there. So that question is, will she use it in the match? But of course she's going to. She has to. And of course she doesn't. So whatever. Fuck off. Uh, it's wrestling. So watch it wrestle. Um, <laughs> all right. So you go ahead and mention this next one because you're puzzled by it. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anything about this yet. I guess this must have been set up tonight because I haven't seen the SmackDown for tonight. Right. Because I don't have regular TV. So I'll see it tomorrow. But um, I guess they're setting up a... Well, it says Jinder Mahal versus Cena or Nakamura. So I'm not sure. Maybe it'll be cleared up on the SmackDown. But Why do I feel like it's going to be a versus versus? Your favorite. Uh, and seriously, <laughs> why does Cena need a fucking title shot? He doesn't. Because he's so patriotic. Don't you see that flag match? Fuck you. <laughs> to me, to me, <laughs> to uh-huh. me, neither of those really make any sense. Neither of the two make sense. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I, Cena is just like, you know, he has nothing going on. Like, obviously, they're, I guess they're dropping the Rusev thing. Well, I'm not surprised. I literally, it came, it was a sudden thing when he returned that all of a sudden, yeah, they're having a flag match and he just returned and they both just returned. So I figured it was just a one-off thing. I didn't think it was going anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So, but Nakamura, he hasn't really gotten that big win yet, I feel, to deserve a a championship match. Well, that's the thing. It seems kind of out of place for him to to just be put in this. Right. Yeah. I feel like like it's a way... See, here's what I think is going to happen. They want to... I think it's obvious that if they do a singles match, it's going to be John Cena. And I think it should be, based on the fact that we've already mentioned about Nakamura. Um, And Vincent Mann, you know he wants... (laughs) Should I say it? Um... (laughs) Anyways... Um... But um, but Nakamura doesn't he didn't hasn't really had a really good nothing that's really like said oh yes his next step is the main event you know what I mean so I mean, I mean he's been he's been in it in a sense with a bunch of other guys like for the not in it but close you know what I mean with the money in the bank. Trying to get the money in the bank and other okay. things like that. Right. But I don't know. It just it does seem like that would be out of nowhere for him to just get a championship match already. And the only reason I'd want Cena to get a Mah- to go up against Mahal just so he can beat Mahal can beat him. And <laughs> yeah, I th- that's the main reason as well for me because I'm like that would make I I feel like that Randy Orton with three matches with Randy Orton. Uh, it seems a bit much, but it, it I think it helped Mahal a lot to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. And and beating Cena, even if it's only one time and it's only at SummerSlam, it's a big show. Uh, that's their top guy, regardless of whether he has a title or not. And he beats him, and he has the championship still. It's gonna. I think I think it'll do wonders for him. And 
I I already don't need them sold on me, but I but that'd be great. So I think it should be that. So. And they can keep on. And see, here's another reason why I think it's also going to be John Cena, and not Shinsuke, because they just had a flag match. He just had a flag match and won it, so he's Mister USA. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> and uh, Jinder Mahal is. I'm from India. I'm the evil foreigner. So you know they're going to do it. This is just an extension of the flag match. Only now it's a WWE championship match. Yeah, I could see that happening. I don't see how... In fact, if I'm... Here's the thing. I personally guarantee it'll be John Cena. Personally guarantee. I'll give you money. If I'm Uh-oh. Because I know I ain't. <laughs> would you like a hundred dollars, Mike? I would. All right. If I'm wrong, you get it. You're a liar. You won't. You won't pay out. I just said it on a podcast that some people are gonna listen to. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I will give you a C note, motherfucker. You understand me? Now let's let's establish this perfectly fine. Then. Okay. Let's do. So it has mean? to be Cena against Mahal. If right. it's anyone else. Yes. Then I get a hundred dollars. Right. Okay, you said this. All right. Yes. I'll and it, it and it doesn't now. <laughs> if it ends up where they go a stupid route where they say it's a triple threat with including Nakamura, uh-huh. then I still win because it's still Cena in that match. I don't know about that, man. Come on. <laughs> I do, Mister Money Grubbin, greedy, rapacious fuck. That's right. Okay. You know me. Yep. <laughs> Yep, that's what I'm doing. That should be our gimmick now. Just bet random shit, giving money away. Free money, free money, free money. You want free money? You got free money. Uh, no. Um, but so yeah, if it's Mahal versus Cena, you lose. So, weren't weren't. Yeah, I'm pretty confident. You wanna know? You wanna know what I think my percentage of of being right is? What? Ninety-five percent. That's some confidence right there. Mm-hmm. That's right. But uh, <laughs> you, do you really think I'm wrong? I mean, in I any don't, way? I don't know. I don't know what to think. <laughs> so, so you would make the bet? No, I wouldn't. Saying. All right. So it's a one-sided bet. If I win, I get nothing. That's right. I'm paying you a hundred bucks. Fuck you. <laughs> I sound like money bags Mitt Romney over here, don't I? Hey, you brought it up. I did. So and I'm go. gonna stay to it. If it's not Cena, you get it. Well, I look forward to that Cena. Hopefully, um... <laughs> you're not getting it. Like I said, 95% confident. <laughs> Confidence doesn't make it right. Oh, so, doesn't it? No. I also wanted to just just looked at the next takeover NXT takeover card that they have partially formed. Mm-hmm. It's kind yeah. of a weird card, if you ask me. So far, Bobby Roode defends the NXT Championship against Drew McIntyre. I already knew that was going to happen based on last week's uh, number one contendership match with Drew versus uh, Killian Dane. 
mm-hmm. but I just feel like either one doesn't really. I, I knew McIntyre was going to win that match, and I was right. I knew that. Because so you should have bet someone hundred dollars there, he would have won. <laughs> <laughs> He's a. Uh, he was clearly the one built up the most to, as a singles wrestler to take on whatever. Right. So I knew he was going to win, but. I still don't think he's the right person for that spot, especially on a pay-per-view right now. I feel like that needs to be... Shots uh, fired. Yeah, I feel like it needs to be... I'm surprised it's not a rematch with... uh, What's his face? I can't remember his name. Who are we talking about? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh. The... (laughs) Damn it. Uh, Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong. Because they already had a match a few weeks ago where he barely he barely lost. And it was a good uh, it was a good match to make him a threat because, you know, the whole thing with them prior to that. Did you want a rematch Roode? is what you're saying? Yes, because it okay. it makes sense because Bobby Roode prior to their match on for the title on, on a few weeks ago on TV on the, the regular show. You know, he was kind of like pretending like, you know, he's just not a th- threat. And then that barely, uh, Rude barely retaining makes him seem like a huge threat. And then they just, they, and then he gets a rematch or just another match under a try at the pay-per-view. I thought that was going to happen. Instead, it's just randomly now Drew McIntyre is at the top of the card. Like, why? I don't. Like, I know they were trying to start it. They wanted to make Drew, they put him there eventually, but. This seems a little sudden, is what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of fucking squash matches with him winning, and then now he gets a, a he gets a contender he gets a contender shot at the title, which is like okay, whatever. And I don't see him winning it, so it's like I think it's too early. But well, too early compared to what they were doing. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. But everything I'm gonna feel weird about all this that I've seen so far. Like uh, the next match. Uh, NXT yeah. championship, NXT Women's Championship match, Asuka defends against Ember Moon. Yeah, I don't think Ember Moon should or will win. Um, she she was gone for a little while, and they were still putting her on TV in you know a, a more limited capacity. But I just don't feel like that she should take it whatsoever. Um, so I feel like the only person right now that should take the title off Asuka of anyone is, uh, Nikki Cross, but, uh, but she's the closest to anyone that could, could be credible to take it off her. But Ember Moon is certainly a fucking not that person right now. So what about the NXT tag team champions, the authors of pain? With Paul Ellering taking on Sanity, consisting of Killian Dane and Alexander Wolfe. With Eric Young and Nikki Cross. <laughs> this one's also weird because... They're two heels. Right? Yeah, well that's true. They are. And I was expecting... I was kind of expecting uh, Heavy Machinery to be the... This to be the match from the review, except they had that match a few uh, like a couple weeks ago as well, on the regular show. 
Stakes and, and weights. Stakes and weights. That's right. <laughs> so, and Sanity's as a tag team has not been, uh, has not been trying to. It's, they haven't done anything on regular show to, uh, make them out to be kind of some kind of threat for the titles. So, they've just been kind of filling in where they need to, you know, in the tag team division. Right. And that's kind of it. So. I don't see them winning either. Uh, hey, real quick, uh, heavy machinery. Just their massive fucking bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they suddenly, I just thought of somebody, of a tag team from WCW that resembled that mass. <laughs> what? High voltage. (laughs) (laughs) Even though Kenny Chaos is like the only guy I remember because the other guy got like hurt or something and he never came back. Yeah. So. What about a singles match? Johnny Gargano versus Cien Almamas or however the fuck you say his name. It's uh, Andrade Almas. Thank you. Yeah, with, with uh, the, what the fuck? Who's with him? I I guess it's that female that he's with, that you see him with, and now I guess I don't know. I, they've never said her name, so I don't know. I uh, that's a news to me. It's her name, <laughs> but uh, oh, she was previously in TNA as under Rose Rosita or whatever the fuck that says. I can't read names today. Uh, I don't um, remember her there, so. Yeah, they they did not, they kind of set up a thing between the two last week, but not really. Like, I don't know. That's, I think that's a pretty obvious uh, Gargano is going to go over there. Is Gargano the one that turned on his partner or is the other guy? No, it's the other one. Okay. Uh, Champa's the one who turned heel. Against his uh, tag team partner here. The bald one, right? That's right, the bald one. <laughs> now I sound like a complete idiot. Because <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I watched that match and knew that that was coming at the afterwards, I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, that only makes, as I was kind of like, I'm not sure who, but it would make some more sense if the bald guy did it because he kind of more has a look of sinisterness. I don't know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I just feel like they're they're all very very easily calling, easily predictable matches of the outcomes. Not. I'm not. I'm it's not saying kind of bad, but you know. Right, but it it just seems like an. It's not really. Uh, it the show doesn't feel like can't miss like it like you'd want it to be. Yeah, especially like the last one. The one from a few months ago that NXT takeover was really good. Chicago. Yeah, that was fucking phenomenal. That was a great show. Yeah, that was the one where those two turned on each other. And yep. That was a great match. Ladder match. Yeah, uh, it was a really good ladder match. That's where you had the uh, UK title change hands to Pete Dunn. Yep. That was great. That was fucking great. Did you like the women's match there? Asuka, Ruby Riot, and Nikki Cross three-way? Obviously, it was really good stuff. <laughs> and what about Bobby Roode and... Hideo Hatami. Um, that was less good, but it was good. <laughs> less good. <laughs> he had to Every... spike the shit out of him with his glorious EUT and 
like three times in order to finish him off. Wow. <laughs> it was, yeah, that match was less good. <laughs> um, so, um, I guess that'll wrap it up here, but we'll just, uh, I just want to also mention another podcast that I also listen to. In fact, Mike listens to it too, so he knows what he's talking about. Um, it is what happened when with Tony Schiavone. No matter what you think of the guy, as far as how he is, isn't as an announcer, he is funny as fuck, and he's got great chemistry um, with Conrad Thompson, his co-host, and just great stuff. Um, like he'll say stuff like you've heard him say, it, question, do questions like this where he'll be like, "What's your favorite wrestler, and why is it Tom Zank?" <laughs> and stuff like that. This is like great because he's because he's really into his, how good he looks. That's we all know this now. Right, right. He, he likes good looking wrestlers like uh, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> That's what he yeah, said. he kind of did say that about. It. I remember that. And yeah, it's like it's like he's just a handsome looking guy. What's wrong with it? What's wrong? I don't with really that? think he's like you're he's putting that... me in a corner now. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't know. I don't think Mysterio is that that good looking. I don't. I think I, he's handsome. I think he's he's just he just looks like a guy. Like I don't think he's particularly bad looking or good looking. He's just whatever. Have you not seen him with his mask off, Mike? Of course I have. WCW made him take it off. Remember? <laughs> I know. That's why I'm asking. All I gotta say though, just so for the record, that Shivani. Shivani. <laughs> is shit. <laughs> just want to put that out there. <laughs> Going back to old old WCW stuff, I just hearing him call it, I'm just like, man, he's just he's kind of bad. It's just really bad. <laughs> I mean, not the worst, but he's barely serviceable. Let's just say that. He gets a grade of barely serviceable. <laughs> Oh, like it's like you did. You didn't do this, but it sounds like you held your nose and spoke through auto tune. <laughs> well, I try my best. Hey, it works. You got the cheap version of it, so you don't have to get in a box that does it. That's right. Just mm-hmm. cover your pans over your mic and shit. That's all I gotta do. <laughs> yep. Well, that'll do it for this episode of episode thirty of the Space Suplex Podcast. A new beginning. <laughs> Um, so, uh, check us out. Uh, the podcast is at space suplex on Twitter. I am at heart night, H A R T K N I G H T. And, uh, Mike is Usagi seven zero four also on Twitter. Um, and you can check out the podcast, uh, like the blog post for it tinyurl.com slash space suplex pod and if you just want to go to the blog itself that it's at it's uh, heartarchive.wordpress.com so that'll do it for us this time, this episode this wonderful thing resurrected here so see you next time